Hey, what's good guys? Uh, my name's Chris. And I'm Jody. And today uh, we've got something wildly different. Uh, this has been something that we have talked about for what feels like over a year now. Forever. Yeah. Originally it was going to be the Just Wing It podcast and things like that, but it's eventually kind of like morphed and changed, at least in my mind, not physically, because there's still going to be changes made if we continue doing this. So while this isn't final, uh, I decided to take my own advice essentially and just start because uh, th this is not the way that I want it to look or feel or anything like that, but I did want to get something out there sooner than later. Uh, granted, a year plus is, uh, this. we were talking about this during COVID. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so like this is just something that I've had on my mind for a while. I believe Mrs. Wing over here named the show, uh, so it's going to be called uh, Wear Testers Unlaced. You did come up with that, right? I did. Okay. I really did. Yeah, so <laughs> like I said, it was going to be like the Just Wing It podcast and stuff like that, and none of it felt right to me, so... Uh, and, and you know now we're here uh, but basically this is going to be episode one of what I hope is many but that really depends on a, a variation of factors so uh, one of which would be you guys and the support that we see for content like this uh, obviously most of that relies on us as content creators so if we're not creating the content that you're interested in then obviously there's not going to be interest in that and so with that we would then cancel the show and everything which I usually do anyways I, I'm I'm not afraid to try something and if it doesn't work then I just don't do it again you know what I mean so again episode one where testers unlaced we've got a loose schedule so let's go ahead and get right into it so segment one is called sneaker news and it's gonna be real simple and real easy all I'm doing is going to Instagram and to sneaker news like the website sneakernews.com their actual Instagram page because theirs is set up super easy so I can literally like look at the current news cycle and I'm just gonna talk about a couple of things we'll get Jody's thoughts on it and we'll keep it moving I was gonna start with something I, I'm gonna have my phone with me by the way hopefully that's not a but I was going to start something a little bit earlier in the news cycle, but this just popped up today, so I have to talk about it. But the Air Jordan 9 in the original dark powder blue colorway is confirmed to release supposedly true to original tech specs. I hope that means that that left shoes Jumpman jump is facing the right way. If it's not, you f***ed up again, Jordan brand. But uh, so far, I know that this is not your favorite. Actually, you do have a pair of nines. I do. So uh, I, I just know that powder blue is not your favorite powder color. Powder blue is not my favorite color. What about dark powder blue? Dark powder blue is more palatable to me. Okay. Well, for me, I've always loved this shoe ever since seeing this promo image and stuff. And, and I just think it's awesome. One of our Discord members, actually, uh, Sneaker Gallery, he has an original pair. And I've only seen the shoe as a retro. Uh, I think we reviewed it a long time ago. But the original shoe did not have the 23 on the heel. Okay. Okay. And yeah, and it looks really weird. Like I said, used to seeing it on the retro and on every shoe, like every Jordan 9, like there, there's some sort of number somewhere. So yeah, so it just looks a little blank. But if it's true to original form, it won't have the 23 on the back. It should have the left, you know, midsole, outsole things, Jumpman's facing the right way, like towards the toe. Hopefully they're comfortable. Hopefully the leather is nice because that was the thing where I do regret not picking them up. It was our, uh, our friend JP. It was his pair. He picked them up and like, I was just like... Ugh. The leather sucks. And so I didn't get the shoe, but then I've always regretted it because I love the colorway. And so, yeah, so it's it's just one of those things that, you know, I haven't been willing to spend retail or whatever on it just because it is a sh shoe uh, overall. So like I, I actually value my money, but yeah, so that's, that's my thoughts. I'm excited, but I'm also cautiously optimistic. You know what I mean? Like hopefully it's actually good. We'll see. The second shoe is the Nike Mac attack, but the Travis Scott version. Actually, you go, go ahead and start your thoughts on that. What do you think about those? I think... We need to stop hyping up so many different shoes. Like, let the shoe stand on its own. There's always a collaboration within any new spin of a retro, mm -hmm. and it's exhausting. Okay. Well, we actually will talk about that later because we're going to recap our Portland trip towards the end of this show. I probably should have given a rundown. It's okay. Hey. You're, lear you're learning and evolving with us. Right. You're just, you're just here with me. Uh, on the ride this is pretty natural. Uh, it's not gonna be as jump cutty as the reviews and stuff, even though I love jump cut. So. I'm excited about editing this, well, if I'm, I can be frank. <laughs> well, I'm gonna edit a lot of it too, because I want it to look the way that I want first and then mimic the style, which is like how everything started in the first place. So like, it's gonna be one of those things. So I just hope that it comes out nicely. <laughs> so we'll see. To your point, I think that it's sad 
that a brand with so much heritage of its own now has to rely on trickery to trick the consumer into thinking something's cool. That's basically what a collab is nowadays. It used to be that the shoe was cool and that the collab partner was cool. So they were doing something cool together. Now the brand is just like, hey, this shoe, nobody knows about it. So stick it on his feet and see what happens. And I think that that is a bad move. You're only doing like a short-term fix, you know what I mean? And you're doing it with the, the short-term consumer. Th these consumers are only here until they're not. That's what we're seeing currently right now in the sneaker field. Sales are way down for Nike. Your collab doesn't work, bro. Kobe 6 Pro Tro, Reverse Grinch. Are they going to be available or attainable? Probably not. What do you think? What do you think about the shoe? I don't like them. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's so bright. Do you like the first Grinch? I've seen it so much for so long that it's just kind of like, yeah, that's just what it is. Oh, so you're just used to it. Yeah. Okay. Now this is different. Yeah. And you're not a fan. No. I mean, neon green as bright as it is. That's like, I don't know, you're burning my retinas. That I don't, I don't feel is a hit on you know, Nike heritage, like way back in the day, like the total max up tempos and stuff like that with the black and volts, like even going back to the, the original nineties and uh, the Air Max nineties, not literally like the years, like the nineties or the era, but um, you know, volts been a color in the, like a staple in the brand. But do it as a splash, not your entire foot. That's the thing is that those Grinches were unique because of that. And I think that they're dope. Plus it's the best Kobe model ever like to play in, or at least my favorite. But uh, yeah, I think that they're cool for what they are. Um, I do feel that the original is better, but if it means more protros or more opportunity for people to get the shoe so that they can then assess on a basketball court, hopefully, whether or not they think it's their favorite Kobe to play in, then that's really what I care about. So, And uh, I understand that. Like, yeah. I do think that there should be more opportunities. Mm -hmm. So if that's your first time getting one, like I understand you being like super stoked about it. And right. Feeling a certain way towards it. That, that's the, the fun part about a bring back or a retro. Not only are older people able to relive uh, the glory days or whatever, but then it gives these newer kids an opportunity to have their own glory days. And I think that that's really cool. So long as it's attainable that's the main thing like i don't want to bash anybody i just know things because obviously like we have you know relationships and things like that like beyond just the cameras i mean good luck I'm not going after a pair. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So now that sneaker news is out of the way, uh, we're going to go into the shoes we didn't review because uh, lack of interest, unfortunately. So what I was kind of alluding to earlier is that back in the day when I first started the channel and everything from 2009 to, I don't know, like 2010, 11, 12, maybe a little bit more than that, like further than that, but feels fairly recent. Interest level on select shoes have just gone way down. Um, it could just be interest in sneakers in general, but obviously there's some brands that just really don't garner a lot of interest. I still do individual reviews on the ones that I'm personally really interested in uh, that I do feel like I could sit there and talk for X amount of time and make a decent video out of. But there's a lot of them that either we get them in just late. By the time it's late, it's old as far as like news cycle goes on the YouTube space. So those are the ones where like they get kind of like shuffled under the rug. And then there's other ones where I've already reviewed uh, the shoe, but maybe I reviewed it in a different colorway. And unlike a Jordan, which is really weird, but unlike a Jordan, I can't sit there and I don't even know how that works. It's those beautiful B-roll shots you do where, yeah, you're regurgitating a lot of the same information, but you're also giving like beautiful pan shots up close of the leather and I don't know showing you creasing the toe boxes. Well, I just think it's weird that I could sit there and talk about an Air Jordan 1 a billion times and everybody's cool with that, even though I know that not everybody is, but like they still watch and I, I'm really grateful for it. But like, it's, it's just weird that I can do that. But if I... Dare I talk about a Reebok question? A favorite shoe of mine. Yeah. People are like, yeah, no more questions. It's like, I just, I find it very strange. So I don't know if it's just overall popularity. Jordan is just that much greater than every other sneaker line. I don't know, but like, it's just very weird. So these are the shoes that we didn't review for one reason or another. So this is the first one. Uh, this is a Reebok answer. Uh, these are the answer fours, not just any answer four. This is a special one in history. In my opinion, this is the sneaker free agency era for Kobe Bryant. So not only was this Allen Iverson's shoe, one of my favorite players of all time, but this was also Kobe's PE that never actually hit retail, not until recently. So we've got these, um, they still feature a lot of the same tech as the latest retro renditions. So there was a time like the older, I can't even remember the years, but I had reviewed the shoe and it didn't have like the DMX iPack, the air transfer system. These guys do, there is an iPack in there. So there's an air unit here and here and then connected via chamber. You so, can feel it squishes underneath. Yeah, and once you once you uh, step, it just pushes 
the air forward and when you step on your toe it relieves it and pushes it back still has reflective right here not all the way in the midsole though where it's supposed to it's supposed to come down all the way and wrap around the heel and stuff it does not do that i do believe this back heel is reflective hopefully i can get some b-roll shots of that uh this is more of the pe version for ai himself so it's got the pull tab and the uh the little like strap in the front actually i think the pull tab was on the originals i think it was the lows that they took them off of i could be wrong either way this is more like his version of the shoe that he would wear on court and less like the version that we would actually see at retail but uh, again special shoe because it's the first time that it came out like this for kobe they still have the ugly insole where it's his arm with his tattoos just to let you guys know <laughs> a non-sneakerhead review the people on this channel like to know about insoles i'm giving the people what they want the insoles are just to let you know and i'm not talking about the graphic i like the graphic i'm just saying the insole itself is a piece of crap i've seen these but they were covered in dirt online oh yes those were dumb and very overpriced uh this is the reebok pump tz omnizone tz i can't remember what they called them hold on it is the pump TZ. it is it is the pump tz okay sorry, sorry i have the tag oh my bad it's just they're two shoes in one technically a hybrid yes um, it's with the tennis player right no 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 that was that was the <laughs> the, the michael chang and shack gnosis or shack attacks not shack gnosis but uh yeah these have the reebok uh omnizone bottoms but then the actual Reebok Pump TZ or Twilight Zone upper. This is an original colorway for the Twilight Zone. Some people love it, some people hate it. I actually don't mind it. Obviously the colorway is something, so like that's like kind of like drawing me to it. The original uh, system on the bottom, as far as cushioning goes, for the Twilight Zone was ERS, and those are like individual tubes that spring down and up when you put your pressure on them. They almost work like an Air Max unit, which is interesting. But uh, now they change it to the fake Hexalite, and this is by far are the worst hexalite i've seen it's so shallow it's not even it looks like a sticker it's just bad it's bad business reebok so yeah the materials are okay it's a mixture between actual leathers and synthetics most of the actual leathers are in the front synthetics are in the back you do have a, a working pump if you can actually get it to work but yeah any thoughts on these i know that they're not your thing well to throw it back to my thoughts on the reverse grinches this is like neon done tastefully where it's minimal yes okay so just a splash this is 80s and 90s but i know that he didn't wear these in the movie but it reminds me of white man can't jump that shoe the the command force uh was similar colors so yeah i just i really love the way that these look and the way that most of it turned out there's just some things where i'm just like if you're wondering why you can't sell these uh reebok it's because they're not the same and that's just all there is to it you cheap out on certain things and it's like why are people going to want to pay that much money for a sticker of hexalite it's not literally a sticker just really looks like one it's it's cheap last reebok then we will get into nikes don't worry so these guys right here are the reebok uh bb 4002 mids and uh yeah these i really like i love the low tops better uh or more but um i really like these a lot i wish that the uh the tongue a little bit was like a little bit different it is nylon on the base but the upper portion of the tongue is like a synthetic or like a vinyl that just you know against the ankles and the calves and stuff or not the calves but the shins i just feels a little weird but i really love the way they turned out the materials are nice they're not great or anything, but they're nice. The colorways are pretty clean on the shoe as well. I don't think that I've seen truly a bad one yet. These colors are your thing. But, they are. But is the shoe your thing? Um, I could get behind it. Okay. No, yeah. that's, that was short and sweet to the point. <laughs> I'm trying to keep us uh, under a time regimen. Regimen? Yeah. Just like time constraint. Time constraint. Yes. These guys right here are the Nike Dunk Low Premium. I, I believe they called these the Switches or something like that. I legit don't remember where I got them from. I got them so long ago. I did have the intent of making a full review of them. But here we are. Uh, we just get bombarded sometimes with lots of newer releases that are a little bit more time sensitive. So things, again, get kind of like lost in the mix. This, unfortunately, was one of them. I don't dislike the shoe, but... But to call this premium is uh, just very distasteful towards your consumers, uh, Nike, because uh, there's not a single premium thing on this thing and that's me putting it very nicely uh, i love all the like the throwback pieces the old logos literally like I, I don't know if it's split or switch you know what i mean i can't remember i don't think i like all of the things that are split in half like the outsole caught me off guard yeah. and then that's what made me being like oh the swoosh the logos everything and i don't think i like that maybe it's because i've had more time with the shoe but i think that it's an interesting concept i don't love it like i was saying i think it would be better had it been an actual actual premium shoe yeah like if you're gonna do it premium just do everything elegantly the funny thing is is that so the shoe is made out of real leather which your dunks most of the time are not like your black and whites the pandas yeah so in that sense 
I suppose it's premium, but boy, are you using that word loosely. Do they look cool? I believe so. Is that enough? That's up for you to decide. All right, so these are the big bubble Air Max 1s, uh, Obsidian. I, I want to do a review on these. I just don't know if people care. This is like a niche shoe. I like them. Oh, I love them. The shoe is so comfortable compared to regular Air Max 1s. Air Max 1s, I, I love how they look, but boy, are they uncomfortable sometimes, man. Not all the time, but like certain ones, like the way that they mass produce that shit, a lot of the midsoles get and warped so you got like weird humps or bubbles and stuff and it's just so messed up to try and wear that so yeah so these ones i just find are just the better of the bunch i love everything about them though even the synthetics that they use and stuff it's just more close we just saw the original when we were where we were i'm telling you man like they did a good job recreating this like it's wild to see that but yeah, I think that it's a good shoe. Super comfortable. I love the huge bubble. Some people don't. What do you think? Like I said, I like them. My oh, yeah, only critique that. is that the colors are so light that I would instantly make them gross looking. It's funny that you say that because like she's not like a sneakerhead. She's married to one. You know I what am. I mean? I didn't choose the sneaker life. The sneaker life chose me. Something like that. <laughs> um, it's always funny because sneakerheads think way different than a regular consumer. Mm -hmm. And consumers think in that sense. Some sneakerheads do as well, but we always have a nostalgic tie to something that outweighs usually the, like a Concord 11, the mesh upper. Mm -hmm. We all know that it doesn't last, but man, when they're new, they look awesome you know what i mean so like we buy them every time so like it's just one of those things where sometimes you can ignore it sometimes you can't but as a regular consumer it's always interesting to hear your thoughts you would pass on something like this simply because of that only because i haven't had this shoe but i've had enough Air similar matches. looking shoes yeah. and i instantly like i'm gonna wear them out and i will hit myself with a shopping cart or mm, i, I will I kick that. the tire somehow getting out of my car and or bubsy will just yeah, step on you my kid will just step on my shoe so he breaks my shoes in faster than i do it's understandable again not enough to make me not buy the shoe though so clearly there's yeah. a difference in in people there all right so this is the air trainer 3 low i have a love hate relationship with this shoe i love how they look from a profile view i think that they're so cool looking i love this colorway too but the toe down view which is most of you guys know what i always see is it that it's this this uh this toe inlay panel oh. where the shoe is straight and i guess the line is straight it just something about it maybe it's the way that the rubber only wraps around a portion of the toe box but like it makes it look crooked it makes it look like it's giving you extra room for your big toe or like the shoe has a bunion and it's about to give you one that's the only thing that i don't love about these so i usually get a pair whenever they release and then i usually never wear them and then i get rid of them but this one man i could not pass up this looks so good i think i have an old 80s jumpsuit like oh, a windbreaker suit that looks like this i actually got it from ebay i believe it's a women's suit which it is I, which i didn't know <laughs> until i until i got it but uh it's got like leopard print on there it didn't look like that from the pictures on on ebay but when i got it and i was like what the hell i think i bought grandma's suit man but it'll look good with the shoes this is kelly kapowski if she was a oh shoe. my god it is I would give these five out of five Kelly Kapowski's. Shout out if you know what that means. Okay, last one. This is the Nike Mac Attack OG colorway. Simple, white, black. Little bit of red right there on the tongue branding. Can I just, I just say what I know what you're going to love about this shoe? Go ahead. Just how the leather creases. Oh, I just love everything about these, man. These are so dope. Shout out to, um, which we'll, we'll shout out everybody as much as possible, but uh, Sneaker Preservation Society on Instagram. His name is Andrew. He wore an original pair of the gray ones. And I'm just like, bro. Like they, they were together, which was super impressive. And I love this colorway. I think he does too. Like I know that we were just talking about him, uh, like me and him. I really like these, man. I don't know why people don't. Like how could you like a Jordan 1, but not this? I just think that these, even back then, were just ahead of their time. Do you like them? You don't like them? What do you think? I think they're fine. So she doesn't like them. That's what that means. No, I would definitely tell you if I didn't like them. Oh, I, I just know. think they're they're, they're mid. Just... <laughs> wow, that means she doesn't like them. Mid, no, mid, mid's not a good thing. Uh, mid should just mean like meh. Like they're meh. Then why not just say meh? They're meh. So yeah. So this is going to be to kind of like offset all the shoes we didn't review. This is our favorite shoe that we did review. Kind of an in case you missed it moment. If this show is weekly, which we haven't decided yet, but if it's weekly, then it'll just be based off of what we reviewed this week. If it's bi-weekly, obviously we've got two weeks to choose from. You've already stated off camera that because this is episode one and we have not done this before, you're saying 
the rules and you're going to go as far back as you want. I'm not going back that far. I'm going back three weeks. That's pretty far. I'll let you go first. Okay, so my favorite shoe that we reviewed is more so from an editing standpoint, not because I love the shoe, but just because I had fun working on it. That was the Rigor AR1, the Austin Reeves signature shoe. What was your favorite moment in the video then? I somehow was able to, and it's not because I'm saying he's Napoleon Dynamite, but just I was able to put so much napoleon dynamite into the editing that it like told this beautiful story that i wasn't planning on doing it entertained me so that's why i am picking that video and you all should go back and watch it if you missed it for me this is actually hard so so you went back three weeks i did can i go back two months of course you can okay we so make the rules that is, that is true we did this video called one of the greatest basketball shoes uh, of all time and it's where i finally finally talked about the pippin twos um i've had that shoe almost my whole YouTube career. I just love that shoe. And that was also the catalyst point to what we're gonna talk about later. But um, that was just a really surreal moment for me where not only did I get to talk about the sneaker, but I talked to the person that made it. You don't ever really get that chance. You know what I mean? Unless you're like at a Comic-Con or something like that. And that's that's where like you'll meet the voice actor or you'll meet Stan Lee or I'm at the, the Green Power Ranger, rest in peace to Jason David Frank. And you know, you meet the people that create the stuff that's shaped your life. And so that was just a really awesome moment and so i had no idea it was going to get more awesome but like i can see that too though because even if you're meeting your hero at a con mm -hmm. you're constrained to a certain amount right. of minutes and you are surrounded by people mm -hmm. and it's a very like that's compact actually, thing that's actually a good point i didn't even think about that ours was intimate yes it was intimate he was great on camera with you and he gave you plenty of before time and after time the video ended that's, up being like 25 minutes but yeah. i swear we spent like almost two hours with him. Oh, we did. I talked to him at least for 30 minutes before we even hit record. I don't even know what to say about that. You know what I mean? For somebody to give you that much time out of their day and everything was awesome. But then when we were done recording, we just kept talking like we were friends, you know, and we've become, I use the the term friends or friend not loosely like it's like a special word for me so like i do consider aaron a friend now and who knew like you know what i mean like that's just that's just weird like even just saying it like i feel wrong but feels right at the same time yeah it was just uh it was just a really great video i think or great to do i don't know if it was great final product but like it, it was, was a it was, great final product it was fun well that's the thing i've only tooted my own horn like a handful of times and apparently you're not allowed to do that anymore so i tend not to give my myself kudos or whatever just because like I don't want to be perceived as cocky or, or anything like that but I'm I was proud of the video I'll just say that so timeout is uh, something that I did, I think once, and then it just didn't get a warm reception. And so I, I canceled the, the series, but now it's it's back, but it's gonna be a smaller segment. In here, a lot of you guys talk to me, not only on social media, but also on our Discord. Like, hey, what did you pick up outside of sneakers? Like, what is your other passion? And for me, comic books, action figures, these are all the things that I was into before shoes. I'm only into shoes because I, I started playing basketball. Outside of that, like, I don't know, I don't think that any of this would have happened. You know what I mean? Cause like there would be no reason for me to be interested in it. Un unlike today where like kids are into it for multiple reasons. So some of the stuff that I grabbed uh, just recently and there's a lot of it, but this is only some of it. So I actually grabbed this guy right here in Portland. Um, I can't remember the name of the store. We went to a couple of them, mm -hmm. but um, this guy right here, I already have him. I have one of them upstairs. He's in a little case and everything, but this was my very first Snake Eyes action figure. This is, I believe the fourth edition, not the most popular. It might be one one of the least popular actually it's my favorite and i just absolutely love this guy i think that he is fantastic uh he came complete my other one is complete too uh, i wanted one to play with which sounds weird you know i wanted to like pose him and stuff you know how like people are like fidgety that's me posing figures like i just like to it helps me relax and stuff so uh, i thought it was awesome and then when we got home i went to a, a toy show that's that's done locally here about once a month um my friend andrew he actually owns toy fusion if you've never been there and you're in sacramento go check it out it's a really cool vintage style toy store and stuff but on Sundays once a month roughly he'll do like a big toy show where like vendors come out and all that stuff so that's where I got all of these so I got this bad girl right here the G.I. Joe movie the animated movie is one of my favorite things ever I watched that VHS on repeat so many times like I love I love just the intro anyways this girl in that uh, movie her name is Jinx she was a kick-ass character man like she whooped the, she blindfolded herself she still whooped his ass I I think that she's a really cool figure. I've never owned it before.
for. So I was able to get this for a really good price and I absolutely love her. And then we've got Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow is so sick dude this guy's costume might be one of the best ever like ninja costumes and it's weird to think about that because normally you think like white nin or uh, not white ninjas but like black ninjas but this guy was different bro like he had a white suit like and i was like what the f it was sick it's more like karate you know what i mean with like a gi so this is not his original suit but i still really like the way that this one came out he's uh, also in great condition i love his backpack and how it holds all this stuff i have all of the new classified stuff by the way so like if you are wondering like oh do you buy yes i buy it all i'm really into shoes but i am really into comics and action figures so you can you don't know but like i'm so we're surrounded by them right now it's it's awesome but uh i also grabbed these guys right here this is dead eye duck i don't remember this guy's name i just rewatched the show and i still forget but these are characters from a very short-lived comic and short-lived show called bucky o'hare this figure right here i had as a kid i got him for christmas one year and it just has always been one of those figures that like i'm like i love this and i wish i didn't get rid of it because i thought i was growing up you don't want to grow up growing up sucks i got an original bucky and original dead eye in box a lot of the toys that i get i get both i get two so that I can keep one inside the box and then I open up one so that me and my son can play with them. And along with these, this is all the same toy show, by the way. So um, I grabbed this guy right here. I've been slowly, slowly checking these all off my box. I just need one more original character from the original run and that's Juggernaut in box. And then I'll have the original full run. And then I also have like, if you look at the back, there's just all these other characters and variations. I have a, the majority of these. So uh, something that's cool that, you know, not only is retro back for, or it's been back for footwear and stuff but it's also back for toys these were some of my favorites as a kid i didn't have all of these i think the only one that i had as a kid was splinter and rocksteady i didn't even know they made mutating ones of them yeah Splinter turned into the turtle van of all things. Rocksteady turned into his human form. He was more in line with this. But yeah, these are the mutating turtles. They they come in like packages so similar to the originals and stuff. And while they're not the original figures, uh, I do have some of those upstairs and everything in a drawer. But like, they're still awesome dude and you can grab these over at target they're real cheap i got all four of them because you know I, I couldn't not do that you know you can't you know that meme that goes around on instagram where it's like yeah i'm just gonna buy one and then he's just like well actually now that i have one i mean he needs a friend and then yeah he's got two other brothers you gotta get those too so yeah so that's me uh in a nutshell again they're available exclusively at target this is not a plug i'm just saying if you were interested in stuff like this and you don't go and hunt down the toy aisles like i do every day maybe you're interested maybe you want to you know relive something that is prior to your shoe a day Yes, thank you. And speaking of prior, this goes way before uh, Ninja Turtles, but this is, oh my god, this smells box. Smells like Christmas. Oh yeah, and he really does, man. He smells like pine saw, dude. I have the original of this as well. This is cooler. The flocking feels better. It doesn't flake. He looks so awesome, dude. Like, I love this, man. I eventually found these. Somebody put them on the top oh. shelf. <laughs> Can I tell a story? Go for it. He's literally like walking down the aisle, and I think we'd hit up a couple stores like a few days in a row, and he was just like, why are they not there? Like, why do they keep advertising them? And then out of nowhere, he just kind of looks up and these boxes are like barely sticking. Like somebody had thrown them up there. I had seen and this, it was, this part. It was all, there was four of them. And so he pulls them all down and inspects the boxes is like ecstatic. And then he picks out the two boxes that he likes. And then he pulls, he puts the other two on the shelf. And it's just like, so somebody else can find them without being so frustrated. And hopefully they did find them. Hopefully it was a collector and not a, a reseller. And then this one I just had to plug because I know that there's a lot of anime fans out there. My son loves Gohan, but Trunks is my guy. You know what I mean? The way that he came in and just murked Frieza and all of his homies. Like one of the most epic intros of all time. So yeah, he comes with his Super Saiyan mode. He comes with his uh, regular purple hair, which is my favorite. There is uh, multiple faces. Like these figure art figures are no joke, bro. Like these are dope. These might be some of the illest action figures on the market. These and Mafex. Those are the ones where like the posability, the accuracy compared to the source material, bar none, some of the best that you can find so if you're again into action figures or maybe used to be and you want to like dive into that which actually if you're married or even have a girlfriend i do not recommend that because they will get mad at you These, it's an expensive hobby like shoes there's so much of it so you know i apologize but um she puts up with it so yay all right so uh the moment that i think is probably like the coolest this is where things will change within this series or whatever you want to call it the show whatever where it's not always going to be like a story time at the end it could be like a q a or an ask me anything or but we'll, we'll switch it up so it's not like always like redundant and mundane this time we just have 
have the most epic experience I think ever for me. But yeah, like there were some points in, in time where I just kind of wanted to go like into the corner and just cry a little bit. Like it was like so weird. This was an invite only thing where Aaron Cooper, the designer of many of our favorite basketball shoes, not just signatures, but also a lot of takedown models. He handpicked people. So I, I wasn't involved in anything. I was just a participant, but um, he handpicked, I don't want to say anything for him. So, but he handpicked us. He invited us personally to go to um, this experience. And uh, a lot of the stuff I can't actually talk about. We actually signed an NDA. I think I could say that I signed an NDA. We can't say what it was for, but we signed it. Right. So yeah, so there was that, but uh, he, he invited us and, and a bunch of others. Nobody paid for our trip or our hotel or anything. Everybody that attended wanted to be there. We paid our own way to get there. It was like what I consider a once in a lifetime experience, especially for me or someone like me. So I'm just going to pull up his email. It's going to just give me a second. Hold on. Before I say it, I just, does that look, does that look like everybody? For the most part. Our apologies if we... Yeah, if I miss somebody, I'm I'm really sorry. So the people that were in attendance were Andrew, uh, Sneaker Preservation Society over at Instagram. Uh, Donald uh, on Instagram, it's... I don't know how to say this either. I don't know if it's Kick Sigma or Kicks Igma. Either way, th these are some... I'll just keep going. Sorry, I have, I have... My brain is starting to like run through the weekend again. Tom over at InStyle Shoes. Steve and Paloma, also known as 23MJ88 or on YouTube as Sneaker Tech Talk. Matt Halfhills from... Uh, uh, nice Kicks was there. Seth Soli Soul, I think. It's Soul to Soul. Is it? Oh, that's right. So it's two little eyes. Because Instagram makes everything lowercase. Yes. Thank you. But yeah, I, I've always read it as Soli Soul. Yeah. Uh, I heard him so explaining yeah. to somebody that it's supposed to be two. Yes. Somebody probably took the two and like, so he probably couldn't use it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Seth, like a lot of people on, on the YouTube, like comment and viewer side think that like, I'm like some like wealth of knowledge which I only really know what I know or remember and this guy is incredible with like the shit that he knows I can't even describe well enough or give justice to how insane his knowledge is like if you want to know something he knows it and then there's Corey uh on instagram corwoon or corwoon i don't know how to say it but um i mean me and him have been friends for a while also not on here for some reason but i'll add it was his uh friend his best friend chad chad by the way is is very very special of a like as a person to me sometimes you meet people and like you like click instantly he was like that he and i click like we were like related or some shit. like it was just weird he made this crazy book dude like it's awesome it's about him and his kid and about her picking her shoes and this gets me like choked up because like this is dope as f uh sophia chang easy may is that is that how to say i think so so I'll, we'll have like their instagram profiles and stuff if you haven't noticed already and most of you should already know who this is but my good friend jacques slade was also in attendance did you want to talk about like the people that we that we met and stuff like that the people that spoke to us these are the people that built the brand so there was john barber and he's a nike senior footwear director for 35 plus years in north america F former former the former but north america europe and japan he was actually one of the first people we met um getting on the elevator boy can i make an impression <laughs> yes um so, i believe yeah. it was him and and was it Ron Hill? Mm -hmm. Also Nike VP footwear merchandising marketplace management for 26 plus years. And we met them getting ready to go up and my husband loves to put his foot in his mouth. Chris is just like, hey, like, who are you? Like, how long have you been working with Nike? And they're like, oh, since 1980. And he's just like, wow, that was before I was even born. And then the other guy's like, oh, I'm from 1983. And he's just like, that's the year I was born. So they laugh about it. Yes, they were great sports about it. Oh, so anyways, Ron Hill, he was the director of basketball in part responsible for the reintroduction of the Air Force One. Mm -hmm. Like, are we allowed to explain I don't, that? I don't know. There's, there's stories that we were told. I feel like this is one that is okay. So back then, Nike obviously was always trying to come up with the newest, the greatest and latest, new, new, new. This guy was just like, I feel like we should bring back the Air Force One. Like it's really like weighing on my well, heart. Because people were asking for it too. Yes, finally somebody was just like, if it's really that important to you, like why are you sitting here? Like make that possible. And mm -hmm. so he went out and he did it. And that's how the Air Force One had like its research and why it's still such a staple today. Which is wild. And then we also met Willie Ebersol, who's a writer, director, sneaker, and sport historian, which I just think that's a really cool job to be like, I'm just gonna really deep dive and nerd out 
and make sure that none of this information gets lost. I think that that was one of the key points of emphasis, even though it wasn't emphasized, it was just the, the vibe. But everybody that was there was kind of like, I don't want to call them like an expert in their field, but it was definitely like that type of vibe where like everybody that was there kind of knew a lot about what they know. You know what I mean? Like performance history or whatever, just passion, stuff like that. And so it was just an eclectic group and everybody was very good at what they they were into. Um, and it was very inspiring to be around that. It was like the ultimate passion project. I feel like it's very hard for anybody to know everything about everything. And also nobody really likes people who claim to be a know-it-all about everything. But if you can bring a group together where they're like, I really know this and I want to learn about what you have yes. your knowledge in yeah. and we can all be a sponge. Basically almost be like the kids from Captain Planet, like with our powers combined. Oh my God. You know? <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of stories and history being told. One of my favorites is one that I hope to be able to tell soon, hopefully on this uh, show or whatever, this, this video segment. But um, the way that EVA ended up becoming a thing in footwear is, I think, incredible because it came from a place where you would never, you would never have guessed. It was not a thought. It was more of a, somebody saw something was just like, I wonder if this would work in a shoe. And like, I was sitting there being like, why does nobody know this? So yeah, but basically we all met up. We met um, at TEDxHQ in downtown Portland. First off, that building on the outside was really weird. And then on the inside, it was really cool. The bathroom, the wallpaper was covered in comic books. I went to the restroom and I came out and I went and found him and I was just like, hey, before we leave this building, you need to make sure you use the restroom. And he's just like, oh, why? Is it got a bidet? And I was like, no, like, <laughs> go check just, out this know, restroom. Typical me, never being serious. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was, uh, the bathroom was awesome. From there, uh, we all like as a group went over to Nike and we had a, we had a day none of it we can talk about i really hope maybe one day we can but that's not up to us that's up to somebody else I, I don't hope that we can talk about it i hope that everybody can experience what we experience that's what i hope because it's one thing for us to like explain things but like i just wish that like people can like do it but uh one of the people that i met is to say that he's an idol like really like doesn't do it justice i don't know if you guys know who ernest kim is but um most of the people on the internet that had read reviews way like real reviews performance reviews way back in the day remember kicksology.net the guy that ran it was professor k i met professor k i went up to him i shook his hand i introduced myself he already knew who i was which was weird and i just said simply thank you uh without you uh, i would not be doing what i'm doing and he tried to downplay it and everything but like it's for real. So for what I've done on YouTube, where I was the first channel to bring performance, there was, there was reviews on sneakers. There's OGs like Sneak Geeks, DJ Dells, Franilations, Sticky213, JSTAR25, stuff like that. So there was like OGs in this, but nobody really talked about like the way that the shoes were on court, uh, which is what my main interest was, was performance as, as somebody that played basketball. And so that's where I kind of like, I just inserted myself in there and I took a chance and here we are 14 years later. But the person that did that first, while it wasn't in video format, it was in uh, written form, was uh, Ernest Kim, Professor K. So like he was the reason why I, I picked up the camera because I was looking for his website and it was gone. And like, I was like, where'd this guy go? Turns out he works at Nike now. So like he, you can't have that conflict, you know what I mean? That conflict of interest. So like what ended up happening is I believe Soul Collector bought Professor K's website. So their performance reviews on their website that were written by Nick DePaula were under this label called Kixology. Nick did a good job of kind of like mimicking the style where it was a lot of history plus performance, which is different than my videos. The videos are when they're a performance review, they're only about the performance of the shoe. When it's a regular review of a retro or whatever, um, even just a performance shoe, like a new model, that's where the, the history, so it's kind of like segmented in a way. So anyways, I met Professor K. To be able to say thanks um, meant a lot just to me personally, and that wouldn't have been possible without meeting Aaron Cooper. Can you tell a story of how that happened? Um, I can't remember which video it was. It was obviously, it had to do with a shoe that he had created at one point, and Chris just happened to see that Aaron Cooper had made an Instagram account and so he always loves to let people know especially if he knows who the designer is behind a shoe whether it's a retro or a newer one sometimes you don't know it's difficult it's to very know. hard to find out these things or sometimes we find out a titch too late but if he knows it definitely goes in the videos and so again like I said I can't remember what shoe we were talking about but he was just like this was designed by Aaron Cooper and he said as a side note Aaron Cooper just 
came back or just started being on Instagram, you guys should go and follow him. As the internet works, people tagged Aaron Cooper and let him know like, hey, you're in a wear testers video. And so Aaron reached out to Chris being like, hey, thank you for like letting people know I designed that. I would love to do something with you guys. And so that's how we ended up making that video that Chris was giving a call back to earlier. Yeah, and the, the Pippin 2, I was already gonna do the video. Yes. But then I was like, can you be on this with me and like yeah. explain things? And so from there, like I said, Aaron gave us a lot of his time. And by the end of it, he was just like, if you're ever in the area, like you have to come for dinner. And then we're like, yeah, sure, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, when are we going to be important? Right? You know what I mean? Uh, it's like an eight hour drive. We're not just going to happen oh, no, to be in the neighborhood. Than, it's way more than that. A couple weeks later, we get an email saying, hey, I'm trying to put a group of people that I think could come together and do something really wonderful. Mm -hmm. Would you guys be a part of it? And so all I, of a sudden- I initially wanted to say no. And um, I sat there and I was just like, you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, the, the way that YouTube has worked and comments and stuff like that uh, has messed with me like mentally quite a bit. So like I try to stay away from everything. I stay off of social media usually. I don't go to press events anymore. Every once in a while, like somebody will talk me into going. They'll be like, oh, you got to do this one. This one's going to be fun. And they always say that. And like I'm always like it's never fun like it's, it's a lot of work and you don't get paid for it and they expect you to do all this other stuff and they, like I said they don't pay you for it and so like there's just so much stuff where I was just like ah, I don't want to do this and she made me do it and I was like well can you come then because now you're the editor where you weren't before so when I would go on media trips I'd be by myself and stuff but this time I was like you actually are an employee so let's like do that and so that way I had like somebody so that my anxiety didn't like run amok and even though it did. But anyway, so that that's kind of what happened. Um, and then we get to a point to where, again, I can't talk about it. Well, that just sucks because um, I would love to talk about but um, I will say that I did see the air moving up tempo in the colorway that I had as a kid. And that was a big slap in the nuts of like nostalgia. You know what I mean? It was like, hey, you remember this? A, I do. So yeah, it was. That sounds painful. Like a, just, a great just a nice little love tap. A nice little love tap of like a little remember. Like boom. <laughs> it was just awesome to see them in such pristine condition too. Like I was just like, this is sick. Fast forward to the evening and we're at um, Aaron Cooper's house of all places. Talk about paying for things out of pocket. He paid for a lot of stuff out of pocket. He paid for all the food and everything. So again, thank you so much for everything. Like, like seriously. Okay. So first off, I meet Aaron Cooper. In well, person. Yes. Not just not through. Just, not just through like Zoom video. and stuff. Right. Then I meet Professor K. What the f***? And then I'm in the middle of eating, and I think you were sitting next to me. I was. And I was talking to Chad, actually, of all people. So, like, I'm sitting there talking to Chad, and then Steve, he, like, run, he... He, he guy, busts through this the guy, back yeah, doors. I want to say that this Can is, I tell his story? Yes. He, I just want to say, though, I, you, it seems like an exaggeration, but in the moment, it really did feel like this. Yeah. So, he was at the front of the house, chatting it up with people inside. Everybody had kind of, like, gone their own ways to, like, eat their food. And he was at the front of the house, and in comes Tinker Hatfield. He's just like, oh my gosh. And he says hello, of course. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, excuse me, I have to use the restroom. And so he leaves. Is that what he said? Yeah. He leaves and he's just like, I did not have to use the restroom. And he just books it for the backyard because he's just like, it's important that I meet him, but it's even more important that Chris meets Tinker. And so he comes out and he's just like, you got to get inside. You got to get inside this right was, now. This guy was yelling at me. He's like, bro, Tinker's here. I was like, shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, no, seriously. I was like, quit around man and then so I get up and I walk inside and and I had been in the same room as Tinker one time before this but I out from meeting him so uh, it was during the Air Jordan 29 event Tinker was in that activation and stuff like that like that that was an incredible weekend in and of itself they introduced the Air Jordan 29 this that and the other and then all media gets to go to this back room which is the activation where all the shoes are like kind of blown up and you can do all your b-roll and your imagery and Tinker was in there and everybody was going up to him having him sign stuff and all this and like I was just like I am such a, a, a shy person believe it or not but uh yeah and so like I just couldn't do it told that story during lunch not knowing that Tinker uh was going to be there and so Aaron in the back of his head is like <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean like he's like oh this guy's gonna sh himself I almost did so like all of a sudden Tinker's in front of me and I'm just sitting there being like what what the f 
am I even gonna say? I put out my hand, I say, hi, I'm, I'm Chris, I'm a big fan. He knew again who I was and like Aaron was like, yeah, he's from Huertas, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And like, I'm like, how do you know this? And then of all the other things I could say to this guy, it still makes me mad that I said this. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I sent you an email once and you replied. And he was like, well, yeah, I do that. That was what I said. I didn't say thank you. I didn't say I love whatever. I didn't say, and that was literally what I said. And I was like, well, f me in the like that's how what I'm thinking in, inside my brain and then she uh interrupted it and was just like why don't you guys take a picture I'm fucking sweating bro it was hot as over there I know that I'm from Sacramento and stuff but like and, and it's hot there too it was like we didn't even leave it was matching yes. it was exactly the same I was looking forward to a little bit of rain maybe right a little some bit of Portland gusts weather of wind yeah overcast the entire time and we got none of that so um so yeah so I, I I met Tinker I took a picture of him or not of him with him that's what I'm saying see I get stupid sometimes and like my brain is going my mouth can't keep up or vice versa and um it was just <clears throat> you didn't even finish the so. picture part so i said oh let me oh, get yeah. a picture of you guys and it's funny because aaron is very humble too because i was like aaron get in and he's like me and i was like yes of course you and so because i gotta get chris with two of his people legends chris goes I'm all sweaty. And Tinker says... He was just like, it's okay. I like sweaty guys because he works with athletes and he grabs me over the shoulder. And I was like, this motherfucker's touching me. He's touching me. You know what I mean? Me. Like, and I was just like, man, this, is, <laughs> like, this guy created some of the best shoes in the world. I was just thinking about how weird it must be for Tinker because mm. you're talking about him going to these events and him getting swarmed again at this party that we're at he ended up getting a bunch of people around him at like ripping their shoes off their feet steve ripped the shoes off of his wife's feet because she was wearing, she was wearing hirachis yes and so they wanted you know stuff to be signed so that's something where he goes from being like the most popular person in a room but at the same time i bet you he can like go places and nobody right and it reminds me of you as in the sense where we run into people who do know who you are, but then you can also go like big stints where nobody knows and... And it's amazing. Yeah, so... Not that I, I mind it, like I just met this kid in Walmart, uh, I think his name was Caleb, I'm bad with names, mm -hmm. um, but he was so sweet and nice and I was just surprised that somebody young was watching me and so I was just like, oh wow, you watch the videos? And so, um, yeah, so I, I appreciate everything. There are certain celebrities in life where obviously they can't go anywhere. Right without being bombarded well, I'm not, I'm not, that's a, that, i think that's the thing is that i'm not a I'm, celebrity well and tinker probably doesn't think he's a celebrity but he is obviously somebody very important in his field mm -hmm. and so if you know you know right but otherwise if you don't like that's just he's just some guy walking down the street right i was wearing my white cement fours which i'm wearing right now and i had undead stocked these for the trip this was my second pair of these um but yeah so i was i was wearing these the whole day and then um as most of you guys know fours are not the most comfortable especially these older ones where they don't have the good insoles and they killed his pinky toe they obliterated that mother and so yeah so i ended up changing into my lost and found ones because ones for me are comfortable they're like a neutral almost like a barefoot shoe so i'm at this thing and like everybody like like she was saying was like taking shoes either out of their bags or because some people had to like leave right after the um dinner and everything or they're taking them off their feet and i'm sitting there and i'm just like peter moore designed these not tinker and so like i'm like and that was the second thing that I messed up on because I was trying to bring this magazine because I wanted Aaron to sign it because he's in it. This magazine right here is the first time that these designers were put on. Were recognized. Right. Like uh, Avar, Tinker. Tinker had been in like interviews and stuff before this, like on TV and everything, but not the other guys, not not Coop or Avar and stuff. So this was the first time that they got recognized for real, for real by the people that buy their product. And so I wanted to bring that magazine and I forgot it. And then there was the second chance to get something signed and I wasn't wearing them. And so I'm just a wild walking up at this point but it was just such a weird cool surreal empowering inspiring fun trip i'm just very grateful that i had the opportunity to be a part of and have you be there uh it was just nice to have somebody there to like bounce off of a little bit like somebody that you know you know what i mean like personally not somebody that you know but just met hopefully that makes sense but yeah so like it was just one of those moments where like what the f 
<laughs> so, which then again revolves back to like, you know, ending this video and everything. And, and there was a question presented to us uh, while we were there during the uh, round table setting um, where everybody was asked, how did you get here? You were able to tell your story. Most of everybody told their stories, actually. There's only a select few that didn't. I, I was one of the ones. They kept looking at me, but like, it's very hard for me to answer those questions. The type of person that I am, I, I tried not to focus on myself. I... Uh, focus on the work. I no normally don't give myself like pats on the back and stuff like that because if, if I start to really like look back and things like that then like I get really like choked up and all that stuff just because like I'm really not supposed to be here and I don't mean like just like here like just in general like it's like I'm every birthday I'm like surprised I'm alive you know what I mean and so like it's one of those things and so the question is presented my initial response is like well basketball is the reason why I'm here because if I wasn't in the basketball I wouldn't have been made fun of for my shoes or even though I probably would have actually because I wore Payless shoes basketball was the main reason and stuff but then then I start to like my mind opens to like uh everything you know what I mean and so it's like like how far back do you go and how do you tell that um, without it seeming like a sob story or or whatever but it's really it's it's really just like everything that happens to someone in their lifetime is like how they end up in the position either that they're in now or the type of person that they end up becoming. I grew up where, where my dad left when I was really young. My mom overdosed and died but was somehow revived but I was taken from that and then put into her uncle's home for a while and then I was able to go back and live with her and we're poor as like I, I joke around about this all the time even though it's not really funny but like when you joke around it's because like so up you either have two options you could laugh about it or you could cry about it you know what I mean and so like I usually will laugh about it but um we used to eat spaghetti with ketchup and butter like that was the meal and we were in a one-bedroom apartment and like that poster was in my my room and and like that and so like there's just stuff that when you ask me a question like that like just too much comes back the things that I usually like block out and like don't focus on and so like it makes me overwhelmed and it makes it so that I can't talk like I'll start crying and like I don't want to cry so my life was weird and so it's it's even weirder if you could believe that um now because like you know i talk about shoes for a living that's weird i was always told that i was not going to be by people that are supposed to be the ones that uplift you so i was always like really like held down and everything and it wasn't until i got away from all of that that i started really like just i just worked my ass off so like i don't know how i got here is basically the answer like it's like i can attribute it to things like basketball i can thank professor k i can say hi to tinker or thank aaron cooper but it's a multitude of reasons like i was i made a video at the right time is really what it is you know what i mean like for whatever reason i picked up a camera when i did and so out of character trust me it really is i'm such a shy person like i don't talk to people really like i'm i'm really introverted and i don't know because like i didn't have really friends at that time like my best friend passed away and so like i don't have people to talk to like that about things so maybe that's why i picked up the camera in a subconscious way to connect with people that were like me because the only person i'd talk about shoes with was you which was part of my story that i shared there right but like you know <laughs> that she doesn't want to listen to this all day long you know what i mean she's like i get it you like jordan's like <laughs> Uh, it really was a collection of some of the best minds that you can get. So I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so happy to have experienced it with the people that I did. And I, I really hold everybody in like really high regard. Yeah, and I hope that you like this video. This video is so long. Yeah, sorry about that. Like we said from the beginning, we're going to like figure this we'll, all yeah, out with we'll you guys. we'll fine tune it and stuff. But There's so much we didn't even get to cover. Like, oh yeah. So there... hopefully we can talk about that next time. But either way, I just really appreciate you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this. Hopefully uh, we can keep doing it. Um, just let us know in the comments and we will catch you guys on the next one. And by next one, I mean the next review. We, we'll do at least a few of these and see how they go. So thank you so much for watching. I greatly appreciate you guys. So we will catch you all on the next one. Peace.